4: a mercedes-benz on the road again
1: here are your hosts dana southern and
5: gary green good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 the patriot kknt intelligent talk radio my name is dana southern i'm here with my partner gary green and we are your car insiders we work for you and exclusively for you looking out for your best interest only we are not brokers. We are not a buying kind of service that you'd go to. We're the buying service that's there with you every step of the way to ensure the best possible
4: outcome. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. You know, and it's, and it's funny because I relate everything in life to the car business. So I'm going to tell a quick funny story, and I'm going to do it really quick. But I have a friend of mine that liked to go to lunch on Fridays, and it was a whole group of guys. And finally one day he said, Gary, why don't you and I go have lunch, just the two of us, because I want to talk to you about cars, and everybody sticks their two senses in, and I just want to know what you think, not what everybody else has to say, because I value your opinion. So we went to a really nice steakhouse in Scottsdale. Now, when we this gentleman shows up, they take a table, and they put the table outside from inside the restaurant. They bring out a white tablecloth, so they take an inside set up and put it out on the patio for this guy. He probably spends between four and six thousand dollars a month in this restaurant.
5: I'd love to be a guest someday.
4: Yeah. So we went and it was we ordered the same thing for lunch. And it was kind of funny because I looked over and Greg had this funny look on his face and I said, What's the matter? And he looks down and he opens up his sandwich and half of his sandwich on his ribeye steak sandwich was just one giant piece of fat. So the managing partner of the restaurant wasn't there, and the bartender said, who was waiting on us, don't worry, Mr. Hitchcock, I'll be happy to remove that from the check, and I'm thinking to myself, remove his from the check? Why don't you rip up the whole check? So a couple of days later, now we left, the valet parker got a $50 tip, the busboy got a $50 tip, the waiter got a $100 tip, I don't know what. The bill was because he never let me see the bill, but he did pay a bill. So I saw him a few days later. I said to him, Hey, did they ever take care of that? He says, You know, I got a phone call the next day. And, you know, they kind of did take care of it. I said, What'd they do? He said, They sent dinner for eight to my house with a case of wine, two servers, and a bartender to make it right for what happened. Now, how many times? Do you see a dealership step up and help a client that bought a car from them after the fact? It doesn't happen. It's they explain to you that you bought the car. You should have read what you signed.
5: There are some rare exceptions to that rule, but that's that's certainly a, a great—
4: And we know a few of those guys that absolutely. would say— I had one say to me, if the customer is not happy, all I need them to do is just bring the car back. Gary, you don't even have to come in. But every car deal, just like every stake's not the same, every car deal's not the same, not every trade-in is the same. And Dana said it when we started, we work for you. We have the clients, your, as our client, we have your best interest in heart.
5: And only yours, Period and last week we we kind of talked about you know values of cars and values that people will look at in trying to determine you know what they should pay for a vehicle and this is again an area where expertise years of knowledge and experience are far different than going online and looking up what as an example Kelly Blue Book says today is the value of a car that you're thinking about buying
4: now To go along with that, when you go into the dealership and you want to buy a car and they give you one of these hype deals, 20% off MSRP, please understand when they go to one of these guides for your trade-in, they're going to look at what the guide is and they're going to be a percentage of that behind. Now, there are certain cars that dealers really enjoy having and they'll put – Closer in relationship to Blue Book. To give you an example, if you have a 25,000-mile, one owner, good condition, Toyota Tacoma, the Blue Book gets thrown in the air and goes out the window.
5: Although the Blue Book is so high, it's kind of scary. Right.
4: <laughs> and then I, I actually d- took a car, and I have a login for a program that a dealership uses. And Dana did the same thing through something that you can use online. So His is a little more beneficial based on the fact that you can actually look at what he is talking about. You cannot look what I'm going to describe.
5: And, of course, we have the same tools available to us 24-7 that any dealership has available to them. We don't have all their money, but we have all the tools. So as an example, I I, I use two different cars. And I essentially thought, well, what if a consumer was going to go out and they were thinking about buying a car and maybe they didn't want to go to the dealership. So they wanted to go private party to, you know, whether it's to avoid sales tax or whatever their motivation is. And so as an example, they're thinking about getting a 2013 Honda Civic sedan four door. And I used an EX just for the purpose of the calculation with 30,000 miles, and I use the private party values that Kelly Blue Book describes. Well, on a 2013 EX private party Honda Civic, according to Kelly Blue Book, the car would be worth in excellent condition $14,056. Now, according to Kelly Blue Book, only about 3% of all cars that they value would be considered excellent.
4: So I would say that that's a car with less than 5,000 miles.
5: Well, it, it's going to be something that's going to be pretty super nice, and I'm going to read what it says. Looks new and is in excellent mechanical condition, has never been had any paint touch-ups and or body work, does not need reconditioning. The engine compartment is clean and free of leaks is free of rust, the body and interior are free of wear and or visible defects, wheels are flawless, all tires match and are like new, has a clean tidal history and will pass a safety and smog inspection, has complete and verifiable service records. Now that's a pretty nice sounding car, isn't it, Gary? Sure sounds like it to me. Now that vehicle, according to Kelly Blue Book This Morning... Private party, excellent condition, is $14,056. So that's what they think. If you were to find this one in a million cars or 3% out of 100 cars, then they have a description for very good, good, and then they have a description for fair. And And and
4: the the very good one, I kind of get a kick at it because they talk about 23% of cars they value are very good. Now, I, I kind of disagree with a lot of what they say because has minor cosmetic defects, but is in excellent mechanical condition. Has had minor paint touch-up and/or bodywork. Requires minimal reconditioning. The engine compartment is clean and free of leaks. It's free of rust. The body and interior have minimal signs of wear or visible defects. The wheels are flawless. All tires match and have 75% or more of the tread remaining. Has a clean title history and will pass a safety and smog inspection. Has most service records available. Now, the difference from that car, very good to excellent, is $352. I would seem to think that the disparity in the dollar amount should be a little greater.
5: Um, I would agree with you emphatically. And it's it's the key is... Again, I, I know that they're well-intended, but when we get down to the not good condition, which is the the very good, the good, and down to the fair, the fair, this is what it says. 18% of all cars we value has some cosmetic defects that require repairing and or replacings, require some mechanical repairs. The paint and body work may require refinishing and body repair. The engine compartment has leaks and may require repairs, may have some repairable rust damage. The body has dents, chips, and or scratches. The interior has substantial wear and may have small tears. Wheels may be warped or bent, have major scratches, scrapes, or getting pitting and require replacements the tires may not match and need replacing need servicing but is still in reasonable running condition with a clean title history a few service records are available on that vehicle they priced twelve thousand four hundred and thirty five dollars
4: which means that from the very good to the fair the disparity in the pricing is twelve hundred and sixty nine dollars now, if you have a car that needs any kind of paintwork, needs four tires, has some kind of a leak under the hood, needs four tires, and needs a complete detail, has to be paint paintless dent repaired, are they doing all that for 1200
5: Um, If you can find the person that can do that, please let me know. But that's the key. What he's saying to you is that... You you cannot go simply by a a guide and what it says, because obviously the people that are looking at the excellent cars, based on what Kelly Blue Book says, thinks they should spend far less when they probably, in many cases, should probably spend more. And on the other end of the spectrum, where it says fair condition, why on earth would someone pay that much for a fair condition car? I did the same thing, and I'm going to say it really fast, but I'm not going to go through the whole long explanation I just went through, but I did it on a Lexus ES350 2013 as well. The variance between excellent condition and fair condition was less than $2,700. The On a Lexus, a, a car can have all those issues and problems and, and be nowhere remotely close to another car, but worth almost the same, you cannot make decisions that are intelligent based on that type of information, in my opinion.
4: Right. And it, it's, it's it's what we look at. And what I get a kick out of is you can look at these guides, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, but you can look at guides. And one of the tools that a lot of the dealership groups uses is a very similar tool. It's called Viotto. And it gives you a whole group of different values for the exact same car you can reach me gary green 602-525-1370 you can reach dana
5: at 602-679-8324
1: Hugh Hewitt reacts to the president's lackluster response to terrorist threats.
6: Now, over at, at pro-Obama websites like Talking Point Memo, TPM News, there are headlines. Ignore the freakout. Here's what Obama really said about, quote, America winning. And they're attempting to contextualize away his entire set of remarks today. It's an indictment of his ideology. The Hugh Hewitt Show, afternoons at 4,
1: right before Mark Levin at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot.
7: Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions. Located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall.
8: Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 104.01 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona. 853.23 in Avondale Auto Mall. nissan and mesa offers new nissans along with pre-owned cars trucks and suvs by top manufacturers general manager bill brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the phoenix metro area you can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126 his finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease This service does not stop there as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan auto parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state.
9: Dennis here to welcome back one of my favorite sponsors, duck and the world-renowned duck's bed as far as i'm concerned the greatest bed on earth it's the only one i've been sleeping on for over a decade you've heard me talk about how much i've enjoyed the duck's bed this holiday season treat yourself or a loved one to the ultimate gift an ongoing long-lasting great night's sleep where you spend one-third of your life influences your well-being for the other two-thirds believe me Sleeping in a duck's bed is a wonderful, life changing experience. Visit Duxiana in Scottsdale at the Seville northeast corner of Indian Bend Road and Scottsdale Road and experience for yourself the amazing benefits of the duck's bed. Or call 480 or go to That's duxiana.com. That's D U X I A N A dot com. It's not just a bed, it's a duck's bed. 480 991
1: If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. The Patriot.
4: Welcome welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 9-6 the Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Now, to give you an idea of what, one of the other tools that we talked about earlier was V-Auto. So I'm going to pick a car, and I'm using this vehicle because based on the information that the gentleman found online, he thought his car was worth about $15,000, and he owed a little over $21,700 on the car.
3: So
5: if he were correct, he'd have about $6,700 negative equity.
4: So when I called Dennis yesterday, before we went out to look at a car, he proceeded to tell me, and I said, Dennis, you and I have been friends for a long time, and you know one thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Okay? Okay. I don't care what you looked at. I don't care where you got the information from. The value of a 2011 Buick Lucerne CXL with 70,000 miles on it is worth based on what they run through the auction at somewhere around 105, which now gives me math of a little over $11,000 upside down. And he got a little crapped out and I said that's the only part of the bad news. However, with all of the lease cash that's offered on the car that you have, and your payoff is now $1,700 less because you canceled your warranty last week, and that check for the canceled warranty has hit the payoff. So now your payoff's just 20100 I could not believe that with $500 down, he leased a $30,000 Hyundai, Got out of this 72-month loan and got into a 15,000-mile lease.
5: At the exact same payment he had on his purchase. Yeah.
4: Now, the scary part was it was a finance manager I'd never dealt with before. And he looked at me and said, you come in with all your customers to the finance department? Yep. I said, sure do. And he says, well, why do you do that? I said, because my customers pay me to protect them. And the customer was standing there. And I explained to and, – and the finance guy had the nerve. to said, well, we're paying you the $400. I said, let me help you with something. Your general manager would rather the gentleman write a check for 500 down to sell some participation. And my friend Dennis completely knew before we left anywhere – to meet, I was getting paid four hundred dollars, whether he wrote me a check for four hundred or I was getting a check for four hundred, so I explained to the finance guy don't worry about it i The gentleman knows Dennis knows i 'm getting paid
5: and and just for clarification as i 'm hearing it, and for you out there listening, the client didn't want to put any money down and had the fees to pay Gary. Right. In order to get the loan approved, the right. general manager believed that by putting 500 down, it would look better to the bank. So out of the $500 he came up with, 400 of which was for Gary in the first place, they put it into the deal to give it back to him. Well, so well. the person that was in finance was implying somehow that the dealership was paying Gary for the services when that's never happened. Right.
4: And the funny part about it was the gentleman started to talk to him about—he asked him a question, and I knew right where he was going. Me too. He asked him, how long do you normally keep your cars? Because what he told me after we were all done was he didn't appreciate me sitting in with the guy because he'd have pitched the guy on an 84-month purchase.
5: Now keep in mind the first part of what Gary talked about— the And we don't know the exact appraisal yet because he hasn't got there. But the gentleman, even after canceling the extended warranty, still owed around $20,000.
4: $20,100. Bu-
5: and so if it were worth ten five, he was $9,600 negative equity. Being in a $9,600 negative equity position and trying to roll that into a new loan would make your payment a lot higher. It's just basic common sense.
4: Now, the funny part about it was... On an 84 month purchase. Now, listen to what I'm saying. How much of the $4,000 lease cash does the guy get when he buys the car?
5: I'm going to close my eyes. What do
4: I see? Nothing. So, when I told my friend while we were driving home, he actually came out with the word that we're not allowed to say on the radio. And he said, Do I look stupid? And I, because he goes, y- You got me out of this situation. And he looked at me when we were done. He said, Gary, you know what? I'll probably never buy a car again in my life.
5: And that might be the right thing for him. may not be the right thing for you. We don't have a preference. But in this case, Gary was able to take a gentleman that had close to $10,000 worth of negative equity on a loan that he still had more than three years left or close to. He had to. He had to have more than three years left. And... If you're hearing this, in the three years with the exact same payment that he was paying on his previous car, he is able to be free and clear, well, he, no negative equity, 36 months. Well, from It was
4: actually it was a 48-month lease, was it? And, and, and we had to do a 48-month lease, and there's a lot of cars that I would never consider that, but when you're looking at a Hyundai and – the warranty's 5 years 60,000 miles. You can get away without having to buy an extended warranty. And,
5: and we've talked about this before. So, it's very rare that a four-year term could make sense, but there are those rare times where it
4: does. Well, what was funny was it was really simple. He could have got a base car that had a sticker price of 22000 or he could pay $5 more and get what was called a 2.0 turbo with leather interior, navigation— backup camera, all the bells and whistles, everything but a moonroof and I think I'm not sure if it had nav, but it was a $29,000 MSRP so about 7 grand more. So the choice I gave him was Dennis, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but for $5 a month, you can go 9 months longer and get a 9 a $7,000 more expensive car.
5: If you heard that, that put Dennis in a position to make as well-informed decision as humanly possible. Had he bought the car based on what the finance manager had in mind, he would have been in such a horrible position.
4: Here's the funny—the funny thing about it: he had over, five, I think he had about five years left on the loan. So the way that I explained to him, with the four hundred and some odd dollar payment, and let's just call it five hundred bucks, he had six thousand dollars worth of payments still left on the loan. With the last year that would have been longer than the lease, On the and, the, and the car is only worth ten five right now, and he would have paid for three more years, close to five hundred dollars, which is eighteen thousand dollars.
5: And again, it it just has to do with you know both understanding, and, and we're going to get into a little bit different portion of this topic, which is the the financing looking at the credit bureaus, what you hear, what you believe you might understand, and and what actually happens. And as an example, well, I'll go more into it afterwards. But in the meantime, remember, you can reach Gary Green at 602-525-1370. You can reach me at 602-679-8324. I'm Dana. You can like us on Facebook. You can reach us at yourcarinsiders.com. We're available on SoundCloud. So if you're not early risers, you don't have to get up this early and listen to us. But please get a hold of us if you care about yourself, if you're thinking about a car, or if you care about anybody else that is.
2: Jim and J.J. Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership. Very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the Southwest. Not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner, for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road, just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405.
6: Are you nearing eligibility for Medicare benefits? Then you know now is an important time in your life. Medicare benefits can be a complicated puzzle. You don't want to overpay for your Medicare coverage or get the wrong plan. Let Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. With one free phone call, a licensed insurance agent will help you select a Medicare plan that's right for you and your budget. If you're becoming eligible for Medicare, call today and learn how to get the most out of your benefits. Call 800-819-8311. 819 Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is an authorized insurance agency in all 50 states in the District of Columbia. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service and product availability varies by state. 800-819-8311. 800-819-8311. 800-819-8311. That's 800-819-8311.
3: Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've
2: always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now, when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless.
3: For more information, visit PVA.org, a public service of paralyzed veterans
4: of America. Check out the Seth Leibson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Leibson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot.
1: Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Patriot.
5: Welcome back to Your Car and... Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 to Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. Back to you, Gary.
4: You know, so what I did, as Dana did with the KBB.com, I went into the V-Auto, and I do it by a VIN number, so there's no disparity. Okay, You can't run a Carfax without a VIN number, and the best way to book out a vehicle or appraise a vehicle is with the VIN number. However, not all options will populate from the VIN number and sometimes the model doesn't populate from the VIN number. So the gentleman had a 2011 Buick Lucerne CXL sedan, 4-door, was a V6 flex fuel 3.9 liter automatic 4-speed overdrive with front wheel drive. All of those items were included. As was traction control, stability track, ABS, keyless entry, air conditioning, power windows, locks, Cruise control, power steering, tilt wheel, AM, FM stereo, MP3, XM satellite, Bluetooth wireless, OnStar dual airbags, side airbags, front and rear head curtain airbags, heated seats, and dual power seats. All of that was included as well as daytime running lights. The only ads for the car were leather interior and alloy wheels. So the total value without the mileage adjustment of $153 negative was KBB lending was $12,233 retail was $14,377 and the auction value which is probably the most important number when a dealership's looking at a car is 10539 so roughly $4,000 difference from the auction value to the retail value on the same exact car through the same exact tool, through KBB.com. Lending Retail Auction Breakdown, Kelly Blue Book, dated eleven twenty five 25 2015 12 3, 2015 Then they also are kind enough to give you Black Book. So the same vehicle has a wholesale value through Black Book of $11,225, a finance advance of $12,925, and then a retail value of 13950 we then go down to KBB on there, and that's where we have the 14,377, the 10,539, and the 12,233.
5: And I'm going to, before he continues, just let you know that depending on the lender, sometimes they look at Black Book, sometimes they look at Blue Book. Please continue.
4: Okay. Then there's a, a live market view, which actually shows cars that are on dealerships' properties for sale. And they had. Four vehicles, average odometer, sixty six thousand dollars, average market price was just under fifteen grand. So what the dealership does is they also look at the Mannheim Market Report. And it's not a great car because there was only one through the auction in the last thirty days.
5: Not much of a sample to base a decision on.
4: And it was ten seven fifty. Wholesale was ninety-six seventy-five with the mileage adjustment. And 13.5 was retail. So the biggest thing is they also on the left side or the right side of the paper, they have all the numbers listed. So the summary, Black Book, this is all the same car. Black Book, 11.225. KBB, 12.233. Auction, 11.2. That live book, the R book, 14.996. Now, KBB.com versus KBB KBB was 12233, KBB.com was 9639 and the Mannheim market report was $9675. The only variable, the only I I take that back. The only constant is the vehicle. Is the vehicle. So the question that I'm going to ask Dana, when a customer goes into the car dealership to finance a car and they have three different credit scores, on three different bureaus, do they normally show the customer their highest score?
5: Um, not necessarily at all. Right. And sometimes they'll show a score that, that might actually be higher than the bank that, that they use will look at. But that's the key to what Gary's saying. When Often when a credit report is shown to a consumer by a dealer, they're showing you a federally regulated bureau poll that is specific to that bureau, that number may have nothing to do with the lenders and what they're looking for as it relates to loaning you money.
4: Now, when we were sales managers in a car dealership, if you had five different numbers for a value of a trade, which one did we use as the sales manager of the dealership? The lowest. Correct. So it's, it's a matter of, only point I'm trying to make is it's back to that just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean it's correct. And what I look at sometimes is people load themselves with some of the worst ammunition to go shopping. And it's like, you know, it's the David and Goliath. You know, every once in a while you'll get lucky and you'll hit him in the face with the rock. Once again, 602-525-1370 is my number, and you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324.
1: Mark Levin is not a fan of more gun control. The issue isn't
4: phony gun control,
1: more gun control. Now, all that
4: does is control the citizen, the law-abiding citizen. The issue is people protecting themselves and exercising their Bill of Rights. Right there in the Second Amendment. That's the issue, and yet it's constantly under attack by the left, because the left is responsible for so much of this. Mark Levin,
1: weeknights at 7, right before the Seth Liebson Show at 10, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot.
7: Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale.
3: To feel connected, at one with your world, informed, included, and inspired. So no matter where you are,
7: we have an on the
3: when important things happen, you
7: see this man, contact authorities
3: We're here, at all hours, in the moment, on every device in your life. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. We investigate and inform. Our
1: political investigation saved taxpayers.
3: Give back to the community.
7: Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community.
3: Even save lives. It's
7: time to just hunker down. It's too late now to
3: America's number one source for news, weather, and information. On your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you. Wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting radio to five two eight eight six. Furnished by NAB and the station, message and data rates may apply.
10: Welcome back to the dog show. Up next we have Sachmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, tail wagging, backyard hanging, and of course companionship. And what breed would you say Sachmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring. A white, grey, brown, black brindle. Simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance. So common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Sachma is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds
1: from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960ThePatriot.com today. With the most important election of our time at stake, there's one constant in the political sphere the station that's always conservative. 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters.
4: Welcome back to your car inside of the 960 The Patriot KKintel- KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road. So they're just west of the Loop 101 on Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. And their phone number I can never remember is 623-875-4000. You know, and, and I get a kick. And I I shouldn't say a kick. I enjoy reading some of these blogs. You'll Google something and you'll ask a question. So the question, advice to share, combined knowledge and experience of everyone in Credit Karma community can help you. The question was, what credit scores needed to be approved for an auto loan? So it says, I don't know if this helps anyone, but here goes. In September 2013, my old car went kaput. I was desperate for a newer car, so I went... On cars.com, narrowed it down to a few cars. I checked them out and settled for a 2011 Ford Focus Nothing Fancy for just under $11,000. My score according to the Credit TransUnion Bureau was 573. I got approved by Capital One with an 18% APR and had to pay $1,000 down. My payment was $262 a month for 73 months. A few months later, January 2014, I went through my long-time credit union. I was planning on putting $4,000 to the principal and rolling the refi through the credit union, but alas, they declined me. Last month, which was February, I went to a different credit union. I made an appointment, and I went in in person to speak to a loan officer. I explained what I wanted to accomplish, putting $4,000 towards the principal, lowering the payment with her, and she pulled up my credit in front of me and looked it over and asked me some questions finally she pulled my score my transunion score was now 640 and said so that everything looked good no called and called that I was approved went to the bank again and signed my new loan at 6.74 percent APR for 60 months at 186 dollars a month I did it for 60 only be- because I never know what hardships may occur, but I'm planning on paying at least an additional 1500 a year. What this guy has done is textbook the correct way to do this. Now, the reason you go to a shorter term is even though they lower the rate, he could have done it without even refinancing the car. He could have paid $4,000 right to the principal and thrown extra money at the car. Now, since the rate was 18%, and he lowered it to 6 that's 12%, it did make sense to refinance the car. But there you'll see these commercials for credit unions that want you to refinance the car, and they're going to let you go 90 days without a payment, and they're going to give you Cash back. $500 back.
5: And under that premise, and, and, and the key is when when we help clients, Gary and I, of course, have a pretty firm knowledge and understanding of how to read a credit bureau, although we don't really read our clients' credit bureaus to speak of that I never have. The The score, the time on the job, and then who the lender is, what the brand is, and then all the other possible avenues of lenders is what Gary and I think about. And, of course, when you know the people that are in charge of the dealership and you have a very good relationship or you're at least well-known and have a good Um, reputation, for lack of a better description, then arguably they're going to try, I believe, to be as helpful as possible. However, when I've helped just in the last week and a half three different people with very strange scenarios, one person had a desire to get a new Tundra. They'd had a Tacoma previously and they'd paid it perfectly through Toyota And they'd had a Toyota loan, I think, even prior to that. But then they'd had some real hardships occur. They'd had a foreclosure and a bankruptcy and a lot of different things that happened. When we pulled the credit just this past week and at the Toyota dealership wanting to get another Toyota, they initially just turned him down. He had two different scores. He had a 682 on his Experian. And somehow, some way, he had a 742 score on TransUnion. They look at both bureaus when it's Toyota as a lender. And so it really does depend who the lender is. If it, and so as an example, when the loan gets submitted, he had paid his previous loan perfectly, but then they stipped him, which is a stipulation that they requested that he wasn't able to provide which means if you can't provide the stipulation... The loan doesn't get funded. Correct. And so now over a couple-day period, we're looking at ways to get this. This is me and the dealer trying to figure out how to help my client. And over the next couple days, we tried a couple different banks because his score was so high on TransUnion, and I asked the loan be sent to a couple banks that looked just at TransUnion. But still, the rate came back higher. Then, with relationship, got them to adjust the stipulation that they requested. And then when all the smoke cleared, he got 1.9% on his brand-new vehicle. There's nobody at the dealership. And by the way, the best rate next to that was close to 6%. And he probably, without hesitation... Would have done it. Oh, he would have.
4: Because he wanted the truck.
5: He, he did indeed. But the key is, wouldn't let it happen. I had a young lady just a few weeks, well, three weeks ago maybe, and I may have mentioned it a little bit, she was 10 and 0 She'd never been late on a bill in her life. I helped her buy her previous vehicle, and she got 2.14% on a used car, had over 100000 just in her account, and had no credit score. How does that happen? I've never encountered that personally, myself. That was a first for me. I had a young lady that I helped yesterday who's the mother of three of the people that I've helped in the last month or so. And her credit score was in the, her auto score that was being looked at by the lender was in the 740s. They offered a rate that I thought was a little higher than it should be. And I told them I'd like them to please Offer a lower rate because all three of her children that didn't have better credit than her didn't pay any more. Anyway, long story short is he explained to me that he didn't believe that they could get it done the way that I was asking them to, and this was not a dealership that I typically have been to. So I said, "Sir, it's it's up to you. I'm not in charge, but will you please submit it to these two banks?" And he was kind enough to do so. And when the approval came back, on one of the banks, the rate was 2.44%. The other bank flat turned it down. No approval at all. No.
4: Now, this relates back to what we talked about. So if you're listening to the show, don't call Dana and say, hey, I heard you got 2.4% for someone. Can you do the same thing for me? It all is based on the whole parameters of the deal, okay? A lot of it has to do with equity. Now, it's funny. When someone's 10 and 0 it's actually easier to get somebody with a 620 credit score approved than somebody with no credit score that's ten zero and 0 because some of the computers, when they can't see a score, the computer can't approve the loan automatically.
5: It It won't approve it automatically.
4: And-, and the th- the point that i'm trying to make is it's very simply this every deal is is different everybody's credits different you have three different bureaus you have five different things that are appraising your car every single car deal is ex- completely different through every aspect of the deal so there is no rule of thumb in a car deal you go, in, go into AJ's and buy two ribeyes and tell the guy you want two steaks that are exactly the same. I don't care if they're cut right next to each other. They're not going to be exactly the same.
5: Well, and of course they can't be. Everybody has you know, different background, different situation. But the, the key to why we're talking about this, certain banks, if your score is low on, on as an example, Experian – and they're either going to not approve you or approve you for a much higher interest rate, well, that might make the difference between you maybe getting, say, a Honda or a Toyota or a Kia or, a you know. A, What's a some- the
4: bureau that none of the banks use anymore? There's one that well, very Well, well in this
5: part of the country, Equifax is not very big. Right.
4: And now, he just said something. The difference between a Toyota and a Honda. I helped a young lady get her daughter a car. Flat turn down through American Honda finance computer turned it down because it showed a travel trailer that was repossessed. However, when she went when we went to the Toyota dealership, even with the repossession, her score was good enough that the Toyota computer bought her at zero percent
5: and again, we do this every single day, not you know, make, you know, the banks adjust their interest rates. But, well, actually to some degree with the relationships that we have, I, I can't think of how many times I've helped someone or Gary's helped someone and we've talked about the, you know, the parameters of the transaction. And and if I were the bank, there's not a chance on earth I would have given them that low of an interest rate or given them a loan at all. But, when you and this is not that we're like credit repair people i'm not trying to suggest that but you know with enough reasons everything does stand on its own having a a full vast knowledge that grows every day of how to help people and knowing what bureaus that you look at knowing that you might need to go to this particular credit union or knowing that your best chance might be somewhere else are not things that typically dealers are striving to teach their consumers. They're trying to make as much profit on every aspect of the transaction as they can. So ultimately, if they can find a lower rate for you that they know you qualify for, but they don't tell you, that's really your problem. When we're with you, we're going to know.
4: And, and that's the whole thing. Because not every dealership deals with every bank. I mean, I helped a kid. It was kind of funny. He looked at a General Motors. He looked at a Camaro, and the best loan that they could get through Ally Bank was 18%. However, with the equity that he had, the Ford computer bought him at 0%, and the kid actually asked me, well, can't we go over to the Sh- Chevy store and buy the Camaro and use the Ford loan? <laughs> you know, it's it's... It's years and years of experience. And the most important thing is this.
5: Who do we use this experience for, Gary? That's the most important for thing. For our clients. Not not for us. Not for the dealer. We don't care if it's a car that you want to buy private party. We don't care if the vehicle's new or used. We don't care if you want to finance or lease. We are here to provide all the answers to all the questions. And,
4: you know, we... we I get emails, submissions from radio show listeners. And one thing I want to be clear about is that we don't work in a dealership, and we don't do a lot of follow-up. Okay? So if I should call you and leave you a message, it's now on you to call me back. If I should respond to your email and I don't hear back, it's now on you to Because I'm not going to call you in three days. Neither is Danny to see. Now, I had a gentleman. I kind of laughed because it's not funny, but it is kind of funny. Because he's looking for a used car, and he's really specific. Certain model, certain color, certain year, doesn't want to spend a certain amount of money. He's agreed to spend a little bit more money because he realizes he can't buy one for what it is. So I found one. I called him with the information. Don't hear from him. So I just kind of sent him the email. Haven't heard from you. I'll wait to hear back from you. You you
5: sent him an email? That was nice of you.
4: So I just said to him, I'll wait to hear back from you. He sends me a text the next morning. Is that car still available? And I felt like saying, are you kidding? Folks, if there's a really nice used car and you like it and you go home to think about it while you're home thinking about it, someone's buying the car. Three vehicles that he found. And he finally opened up the two cars and he wanted to know why the ones were so cheap at a certain dealership. And I tried to explain to him what it meant, what a vehicle was a Lemon Law buyback. Would you help somebody buy a 2013-14 or Lemon Law buyback car?
5: Not a chance.
1: This was a paid program and was provided for.